Good morning. You listen to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Dan Frierson, the chairman of the Dixie Group. Dan, how you doing? Kemp, doing great. Hope you are, and hope your loyal listeners are doing well. I think they are. I mean, obviously, we're in a little bit of soft time right now in the residential replacement business. We'll get to that in just a minute. One of the reasons I got you on the phone today, we made an error two days ago when we were commenting about Shaw closing the Tuftex mill in California, and for a brief moment on our news story, we said that there weren't any more residentially focused carpet mills in California, and we were wrong because you still have the Fabrica plant there in Santa Ana, California, right? That is correct. You know, some people could refer to what you published as fake news, but we wouldn't do that. It was a mistake, and you corrected it immediately, and we appreciate that. It's ironic that starting in January, we're going to be celebrating Fabrica's 50th year in California. We still have 300 people in California and a great, great workforce out there. You focus on the upper end out there. What you do is beautiful carpet. It's still Beck died or Peace died, right? That is correct. The, the mantra out there is quality without compromise. And for 50 years, Fabrica has lived up to that. Our products are best in class. We do piece dyes. One color line's a, a hundred colors, but uh, we offer a wide variety and palette of color. And we also custom color for those that need something that we're not offering. Okay. Most people know the Fabrica brand. It's the kind of carpet you see in yachts and even been seen in Washington, D.C. and some of the residences up there, right? Some of the residences and embassies as well. So it is very high end and we have a lot of capabilities to personalize different rugs out of the carpet. Uh, Fabrica just does a wonderful quality job. Last time we talked, Dan, was almost two years ago, we were talking about you exiting the commercial business and also about Invista exiting the carpet business, which were two major news items for you. That is correct. And we have exited the commercial business, the Invista sale of Stainmaster to Lowe's, and then the subsequent decision to discontinue producing product had a major impact on us. I would say they did it in an abrupt and abusive way. It created a lot of problems for us, but those are behind us. Today we have four suppliers of nylon raw material, and we will have our own extrusion in the first quarter of next year. So we've made that change. It was expensive and difficult, but we did it last year, and we're seeing favorable results today. So how's business for you? Well, I don't think there's any question that business is tough. The Fed obviously has raised rates pretty significantly. They didn't yesterday, but they have numerous times over the last year or so. It's had an impact on home building and remodeling. I don't know when business will get better, but, you know, every time we've had a downturn, we've had an upturn. (laughs) So we're counting on that, and we're investing for it. You might be aware we introduced our decorative lines last year, 1866 by Maslin and Decor by Fabrica. We've gotten great distribution there, great acceptance of the products, and this allows us to be even more important to the high-end retailers across the country and to the design community. Let me just add that uh, you were talking about business being off. You know, the the Carpet Rug Institute actually gives numbers, and in the first half of 23, 
um, units were down almost 13% and dollars were down almost 9.5%. So it's across the board with everybody in the carpet business, but you've diversified and you're also in the hard surface business. You've got the true core brand. As you mentioned, you've got these, these decorative rug business. You've changed your Dixie home brand to DH floors. I'm seeing those displays out there as I travel around visiting retailers. And you've been focused on this plant consolidation on the East Coast. And you've got all your East Coast manufacturing now up in the Northwest Georgia area, right? That is correct. And what we did is we we shut down capacity in, in our higher cost plants and, and moved product to our lower cost facilities and thereby really improved our operations. In the last year and a half, as you indicated, we have grown our true core business and offering. We have had normal, what I would call, new product in our nylon lines and introduced the decorative lines as well. So over the last year and a half, we have placed more displays and samples than we ever have in any other period. I think that will bode well as business begins to improve. And it certainly has helped so far. I, I can say that in the third quarter of this year, for the first time in quite some time, our order entry is above last year's levels. And we think before long we'll see the sales will follow that. That's good to hear. So you still have a big nylon focus. And not only is it nylon, but you, you still do dyeable nylon, whereas a lot of the mills have gone over to solution dye, right? That's correct. You know, as polyester has become the dominant fiber in the residential business, it has done so through solution dyed products. And that limits the color flexibility or variety or palette that, that's available. We have concentrated on piece dyed nylon so that we, we have a much greater variety of color, much wider palette, and the capability of doing custom color, as I indicated earlier. We think that the commitment to a better performing fiber, which is nylon, and to greater variety of color equals a very happy consumer. And if our retail customer has a happy consumer, they have better business. And I think by trading up into nylon and more expensive products, they generate more gross margin dollars. And we all know there are fewer yards going through the system today, so it's important that gross margin dollars increase per square yard for our customers to be successful. All right. Well, it sounds like you, you, you've made all the right decisions and cut some of your expenses out, and you're poised for growth when it starts coming in next year, right? That's right. I didn't mention that during that restructuring, we had to reduce our headcount by 26%. That was obviously a difficult thing to do, but it has certainly brought our margins back in line at a level that are equal to what it was prior to COVID. So we're really seeing the results of all the actions we've taken. It's gratifying to see. I wish business were better, but at some point it will be, and I hope the industry, both hard surface and soft, will continue to try and encourage the consumer to trade up so that our products are better received and we have greater profitability throughout the chain. Well, you know, those RSAs that are used to selling nylon, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, and so a lot of them, that's their go-to, so that bodes you well, right? That's right. Now, I'm a real old dog, so I, I really like it. <laughs> okay. 
All right, Dan, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for spending time with our listeners. Again, been talking to Dan Frierson, the chairman of the Dixie Group, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaAnly.net.